Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with a qualified guest and walk through their story of how they have gotten from point A to point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Now, before I get started really introducing today's guest and the topic we're going to be discussing today, I wanted just to reiterate my main goal with this podcast, which is to impact over 1 million people and help them reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. So in order to do that, I'm really going to need some help on y'all's end. If you have the opportunity, I would just encourage you to please take a moment and share this episode or any past episodes with a family member, friend, coworker, someone that you think would really find value in this. And number two, if you're on Apple Podcast, I ask that you please subscribe and also please make a quick review. If you don't know what to say on the review, how about just say, great podcast. Look forward to listening to more episodes. Uh, it's about a few words and it takes five seconds. I greatly appreciate it because the more reviews, the more ratings I get, the more subscriptions I get, the higher this podcast gets pushed to the top of the list and the closer and quicker I can get to impacting over 1 million people. So anyway, on to the main agenda for today. Today, I am just super pumped. I am sitting in the beautiful city of Charleston, South Carolina. I'm also sitting down with Brian Derrickson, who uh, is the founder of BD Vibes. He turned a very unfortunate circumstance of his best friend, Rich, committing suicide, and he turned this really unfortunate, drastic, tragic situation into a company that really just lives life with passion and purpose, spreading positive vibes through hats. So BD Vibes, again, their main mission statement is just really to live life with passion, purpose, and spreading positive vibes and energy through unique hats. Uh, they also donate about 50% of their proceeds to help spread mental health awareness Brian is really one of the most passionate individual people I have ever met. Um, I'll touch on briefly once we get started on the episode how we met, but you know, we met a few years ago and you know, I'm just super excited to be sitting down with him. His story is just amazing. Just listening to him talk really pumps me up, really just puts me in a great mood. I've never met anybody who just has so much positivity in their voice and in their passion and, and in just projects that they work on. So I'm really excited to sit down with Brian and, and really dive into this week's episode. Um, before we get started, I, I wanted to make sure to personally thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. And uh, as we like to say here at Next Level Minds, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Brian, 
Ryan, thank you so much for having me in your home here for this podcast. I'm really pumped about it. I just wanted to highlight to the listeners, honestly, how cool of a dude you are because we met at Odyssey, what was it, like three or four years ago um, when I was selling some merchandise for them at Windjammer. <clears throat> and then I started this podcast about nine months ago, DM'd you about two weeks ago. I said, hey, man, you might not remember me. We met one time at Odyssey. Here's what my podcast is. You'd be perfect for this episode. And you were just open arms like, hey, for sure, let's do it. Here's the time. Come over, park outside. And I think to the listeners, before you even get to tell about yourself, I think that just highlights you know, how cool of a positive guy you are and, and what you're doing in, in your works right now. So thanks. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I appreciate it. You know, likewise, back to you. Um, I definitely, you're an unforgettable dude and your, your positivity, you know, resonated with me. And then when I saw what you were doing, I was, I was happy and, and excited to take this opportunity to share a little bit about BD Vibes. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped to be here. I know everyone that's listening is definitely going to get a lot out of this episode. So before we go into this, what are some things that you would like the listeners to know about you? Uh, well, I mean, just personally, I was born and raised up in the D.C. area, moved around quite a bit, North Carolina, uh, Alabama, South Carolina, back to North Carolina, and then, and then settled back in, in Charleston, South Carolina, 41 years old, and I'm happily married now. I have four kids, two of my own and two of my now wife, and we have a, a beautiful blended family of six. So it's, uh, there's, we, there's a lot going on for us. Gotcha. I can see that with the stockings yeah. in your living room. Absolutely. What, uh, so you moved around a lot, huh? A uh, fair amount. You know, yeah. after, after graduation uh, from JMU, um, props to my Dukes. Hopefully they're going to win tonight. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, for the job, you know, you're trying yeah. to kind of figure out your path. You know, you're in, a, you're in a land of unknown. And I wasn't one of those people who came out of college and knew exactly what I wanted to do. I think I was, that's pretty much the majority of us. So I was kind of just trying to find my path. So, you know, I, I did move around a lot, trying to search for that path. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you. Here I am today. Yeah. Did you have any like fear of moving around? Cause I know a lot of people graduate college and they like, you know, I'm moving to Atlanta and I'm going to stay there for 20 years. Or were you really open to it? Well, you know, when you look at kind of the DC area and there's no knock against that area because my, my family is still up there, but there's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure up there. Everything revolves around money mm. and it just wasn't my vibe. It, it was not my vibe. Even from a young age, I remember I was, I was a coastal person. I, I was like the only person in high school that was surfing and into the ocean. And um, up there, it's just very materialistic, which is totally the opposite of who I am. Mm. So I kind of always walked to the beat of my own drama. So I, I didn't have any reservation of leaving that area. Um, the traffic was miserable. Cost of living was terrible. And quite honestly, man, it was just hard to develop really good friendships. You know, I had like one dude who was my, my guy yeah. and that was pretty much it, you know? So I didn't have any reservation of, of moving yeah. or fear. How, how was that mindset of, you know, being the, the outlier at the time and not fitting in with everybody else? You were that lone wolf surfing um, out there. I mean, what was that like? I mean, you know, there's in high school, you know, and even in college or whatever, there's these cliques. And, uh, you yeah. know, you, you, I was never really a part of like that one particular group. You know, I I was I played basketball in high school, lacrosse and tennis. And, I you know, so I was in those mixes. But I just 
I don't know. I just, I just did my own thing and I never really cared. You know, yeah. I, I never let the, of course, you know, you get bullied or, you know, you get stuff said to you or whatever, but I never really cared about it. I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. You know, dude, yeah, I've, I've, I've noticed that about you the first time we met at Windjammer because you know, everyone's sitting there eating. It was before the bar started kicking off. And I right. remember you're like just some shirtless dude with the hats handing him out. Like, what's yeah, going man. on? Like, you know, one of the loudest people in the room, which I think it, you need to be when, when you have your own company. Right. Um, but I feel that, you know, from right there, I was like, okay, like this guy doesn't care about other people's opinions. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, you, and you really, you know, there's a time and a place, obviously professionalism is mm. important um, when you need to be professional. But in terms of being you, Everybody needs to be themselves, you know. I think, I think actually, there's a good thing that's going on, in, you know, in, in our country. I think worldwide is that individualism is being celebrated, which is great. Um, then there's a, the flip side to that, where you know the comparisons going on, and everyone's comparing each other's lives and to everybody else's lives mm. through through a news feed or through social media, you know. And yeah. that's, so that's that's the good part of of, of where we are at today. And then there's the bad part. Yeah. How can you think people can stop, you know, caring so much what people think? Because I've gotten to a place that I wasn't always at, but now I really don't care about people's opinion. But I used to maybe three or four years ago, especially when I first got into college. Yeah. So, like, what are some steps you think people could do? I mean, I, I do believe um, it's about the people you surround yourself with. Mm. Um, and that that inner strength uh, is is imperative. I th it's a lot easier to talk about. Oh yeah, you know, be strong and have the inner strength. But at the end of the day, you'll find that strength with the people that you you surround yourself with. Um, hopefully, you have you know a parent or parents that supports you no matter what. Mm. Um, so whatever you know. Uh, you know, whatever gender you're attracted to or whatever field that you want to get into um, or whatever city you want to move to, they're supportive. I mean, I think that's really important. And then going into it, it should be the same way with your friends. And I think people need to be really selective with who they they hang with. Um, I, I still hear stories, man, of some of these friends that are just like, you know, they they say one thing and do another. And I mean, mm -hmm. like at, at some point, you know, you have to realize that's not a friend, you mm. know? So parents are important and friends are important, you know, work colleagues, you know, anybody who you surround yourself with, they've got to be, you know, they got to be supporters. Yeah. So. Dude, at what point do you think that you just have to cut people off cold turkey? Is there a certain line they cross and you're like, nope, they're done or? Um, it's a good question. I think I'm quicker to cut people off cold turkey. Yeah. I really do. I think I just don't have, I just don't tolerate it anymore um, because there's so many people out there. Mm. And, uh, you know, you need to, people always say like you attract your tribe and all that stuff. So, you know, if you feel that connection with somebody you, and you should be attracting your tribe, roll with it. But, you know, um, they, there's that old saying, it takes years, of, it takes years to build credibility mm. and seconds to lose it. That's mm. the reality. That that is life, man. So, for every action, there's a reaction, um, and uh, I think that's the same with friendships and um, you know relationships. Really, you know, I mean, if you're really into it, you'll make conscious decisions um, and think about that other person. Yeah, I mean, look at and you can think what you want of this, but look at Tiger Woods is a prime example. You know, was known always and still is as a great golfer. But, you know, the situation with what he did to his wife and immediately his reputation thrown out the window. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, that's just a prime example I think about. No, time. you're right. It's spot on, man. You know, and you could you could talk about 
examples like that, you know, until we're blue in the face. So mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're right. That's he's obviously on a different stage on a national level. Um, but you know, imagine if you're dating somebody for three years and they cheat on you. Mm. I mean, yeah. there you go. They've, that's great that you've been so good to me for three years and then you cheated on me. But everything's not the way. Yeah, but, yeah. But once that once that trust is broken, it's very hard to get that back. Mm, I agree. I agree. So backing up a little bit, did you graduate from JMU? Yeah, graduated from JMU. Moved back in with my family. Um, you know, I talked about having that one guy. I think everybody out there has that one person. Um, and I had, uh, you know, this this one individual, Rich Kraft, who I identified with in college. He had actually moved from San Diego, California to high school. I met him in his freshman year. So he, he got... Um, really bullied because he, you know, he moved from San Diego, Yeah, long blonde, you know, uh, hair, mm. uh, great looking dude. So all the guys were obviously jealous of his, of his appearance because all the ladies were, you know, they were, they California were, they, guy, yeah, yeah. California <laughs> guy, the new guy. Right? right. So, but he was like my speed. So he and I were just, you know, you couldn't keep us apart. So, mm. um, yeah, we were, we were best friends and, um, he was actually supposed to move down to, to, to Charleston, um, you know, shortly after, uh, college and, and never ended up making it. So, mm, wow. Is that, and that's how BD vibes. Yeah. So I mean, that or? yeah, BD vibes, it's, it's interesting. So BD vibes, um, if you back up about eight to 10 years ago, so we're talking like 2010 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I would literally, I had a sketchbook and I would literally sit around and, um, sketch out hats. Okay. I sketched out hats. Nothing ever came of it. You know, nothing ever came of it. Um, then you fast forward and, you know, I had lost um, this individual and that was the tipping point. Again, um, I didn't know how to channel all this energy. I, I, there was time periods I was angry towards him. Um, you know, I was frustrated towards them. I was sad. I was happy. I didn't, you know, but, but all of this energy that I had, I had to channel it some way. Um, and then I experienced my own, my own, uh, depression and it was a combination of a few different events, um, that that's what brought me to BD vibes Mm. to, to make this hat company finally come to life. Um, and call it BD vibes, which stands for beat depression through positive vibes and try to make, um, you know, spread mental health awareness through hats. What better tool to use to spread mental health awareness than a hat? Yeah. So, and I think too, just turning that situation, the unfortunate situation that happened to you into a company that spreads positive vibes, spreads passion, just spreads hope for people. I think is really cool how you turned it into that. Right. And I know when we met at uh, the Windjammer when I was doing the work with Odyssey, I immediately just fell in love with the vision you had because I was like, oh, like, you know, we sell O'Neill and Billabong and this, like, what's BD Vibes? Right. And then immediately you're like, oh, man, beat depression. Here's why. Here's what we're doing. Da-da-da-da. And it was just like, I've never heard that much passion brought to a company. So that's really cool. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm super passionate about it just because, I mean, number one, I lost my best friend to suicide. Yep. Um, and, and it was hard to relate to that. Anybody who, who has never gone through any sort of, um, you know, mental health condition, it, it's almost, it's nearly impossible to relate to that. Um, but then when you fast forward, so um, about two years later, 
after he passed, I went through my own uh, battle with depression and I was literally, I felt like I was walking in his shoes. Mm. Um, so I, I understood exactly where he was in terms of the thought process. I mean, it's, uh, unfortunately it gets very dark and, and to reverse course, once you start having those negative thoughts to reverse course and walk back up that slippery slope, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. So, um, that's when I knew once I got out of that, um, that state of mind, uh, and it's a constant battle, man. It's not like it just, oh, you, you know, now one day I, I do believe like it, it clicked for me, but it's mm. not like, you know, it, I'm, I'm cured for life or something. It's still something I battle and, and, you know, um, but, but that's when I knew I wanted to make a difference in spread mental health awareness because it's just, it's, and, and you know, and it's getting, it's getting out there more now, I think because we've lost so many, um, of these famous actors, actresses, mm. I mean, athletes, whatever, you, you name it, we've lost them. So um, that's unfortunately helped yeah. to get that and to hopefully erase some of that stigma around it. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's my passion now. Yeah. Why do you think mental health and depression are just such problems? I mean, where is this all coming from? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I, you know, but I, I, I do think... When you, when you look at the rates of suicide, they're, they're on a steady climb. Mm -hmm. um, it's the number two killer right now between ages of um, 12 and, and 24. Suicide is? Suicide is. And that, yeah. wow, that's number killing two killer. yourself is yeah. the number, wow. And I mean, you can, all you have to do is Google, you know, 10-year-old. I mean, and it seems like the, these, these kids are doing it younger and younger. And I, I do believe there's a direct correlation between that and, and social media. Mm. I, I have to believe that. Um, Bill Murray, who lives in Charleston, I mean, he, his mm. quote is, is, is like, nobody, no wonder everyone is, is depressed because all we do is compare each other on social media. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I agree with him hundred percent. So, um, I don't think there's enough out there. Um, recently there's been some changes with the federal, uh, communication commission. I think we're moving in the right direction. They want to make, instead of nine one one for emergencies, they want to make the number nine eight eight, um, the automatic dial to get, um, help if you're suicidal. So, I mean, we're making strides now. Um, but my goal in BD vibes is to spread mental health awareness and then give the money back to organizations that are on the front line trying to help, you know, individuals. Yeah. Do you think, so I've been fortunate where I've never suffered from depression, maybe seasonal depression of just sad and various parts of things happening in my life, but I don't think I've ever fortunately suffered from true depression. Uh, is there like signs as a person that you can see of like, wow, I'm going down a slippery slope or does it just kind of all come at once? I definitely believe there's signs. Um, I think it can come quickly, but there are signs. Um, you know, I mean, reckless behavior is mm. probably the most obvious, uh, you know, whether it's excessive drinking or, or drug use and abuse. Um, but then it could be totally the opposite with someone who doesn't want to, uh, you know, uh, interact with anyone. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, it just all depends. Um, it is, it is, it is one of the, the four key principles that I bring up. And that's, you know, if you do see somebody exhibiting, you know, or observing, um, characteristics that are outside their norm to, to not be afraid to question that. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that if we're all observant, then we can see different patterns evolve with individuals and they should be red flags. Mm -hmm. 
What are like? Why do you think some people are afraid to to tell their friend like straight up, "Hey, you're going down a dark path. Stop taking these drugs. You need to get some help." Why do you think people are afraid to do that? They want to. I think they will. I, I mean, you know, it's again just my opinion. I believe one that they they want to maybe perhaps not believe that it's happening. Um, number two, they don't want to get involved. Mm. Um, that was my experience. So I had all of these quote friends, you know, and when I went through a troubled time and they knew I was going through a troubled time, you know where they all went? Hmm. They went away. Hmm. They, they didn't pick up the phone. Um, so, you know, people don't want to be associated and they don't want to get involved with people that are going through negative experiences. That's, that's number one. Um, do you think it's because they're of, like, do you think they think it's contagious? They're afraid that they're going to start being in a depressed state because you're hanging out. With Literally, a the person? excuses I were, I got because I ended up calling all these people out fast. You know, after I had, you know, I'd see them because once they they didn't want to interact with me when they knew I was struggling, that was in for me. Yeah. Know? So then I see them out and I, I say, you know, I tell them, um, you know, if they ever see somebody that's struggling or know somebody's struggling, they need to pick up the phone and see if they're doing all right. Hmm. Um, the number one excuse I got was I didn't want to be involved. I just didn't want to get involved. They just didn't want to get involved. You wow. Know? They don't want to, you know, everyone's in their own little life. They're in their own little world nowadays. That's it, you know. And um, that's been my experience. They just didn't want to get involved. Yeah. So, again, it goes back to surrounding yourself with people that aren't going to be scared to get involved and want to help. Mm. You know, those weren't friends. And so do I hang out with those people anymore? I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't hang out with them now. So. And you mentioned earlier, you're, you're quick to cut people off cold turkey if need be. I mean, yeah. you know, that was probably the, that was the, that was the biggest lesson that I learned um, when I struggled. Yeah. When I was really, you know, down in, in you know, in a, in a bad place is that um, there was a couple people that I, that, that, that rose above. Uh, one being my family, uh, my my mom and dad and my sister, and the other people I would never expect. Mm -hmm. People that f drove here from Columbia. Obviously, we're in Charleston right now. People from, that drove here from Columbia because they knew I was doing not so good. Um, I'll mention him by name, David Gillum. He was a work colleague mm. and wasn't even somebody I was like super close to, but we talked almost every day. And he drove here. He took me to Red's Ice House. Actually, RB's. It wasn't Red's. It was RB's. And he was the one who showed me the mirror. And it was that wow. day when I made the made that when I turned that corner. So it was somebody completely wasn't somebody who was my friend. It was somebody who showed me the mirror, told me I was better, gave me confidence, told me everything was going to be all right. He was grounded in faith, um, and um, he's the one who made me turn that corner. Wow! So. And it's that one person that took the initiative that you know, ultimately change your life at that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard countless stories just talking about BD vibes out, you know, at the wind jam or whatever else. Yeah. People have told me they've been at a gas station and they haven't been doing well. And someone smiled and just said, Hey, you do, is everything okay? Wow. And that was the one trigger that, that, got, that got them back on track. Wow. I mean, that's all it took. And everyone's different. I'm just giving you using that as an example. That's why, you know, another one of my, um, of my, uh, of my, uh, my key principles is to be kind to everybody because mm -hmm. you don't know what they may show a smile, but they could be hurting. Yeah. And just by, you know, saying, Hey, how are you? or smiling at them. That could be the trigger that gets them on the right track. Yeah. So what, you know, looking up, we looked up the uh, statistics, like when we were off air a little bit of 300 million people suffer from depression. Yeah. Um, so statistically 
there's probably some people listening right now that are suffering from that based on my number of listeners and the stats and all that. Right. What are some, you know, just strategies or things that these people could implement to ultimately stop sliding down the slippery slope? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, the first thing is that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, you feel isolated. Mm. You, you feel alone. You're not alone. The second thing is um, to change your mindset. So something, and, and this is my experience, um, something has happened that has triggered this mindset of why is this happening to me? Um, and they're in this, you know, this kind of, uh, this mindset um, of negativity or they can't see the light. Um, but if they change that mindset to whatever happened, you know, it could be maybe they lost a job or they don't feel like they're successful or um, the relationship's not do going well or they don't have a relationship and they want one so bad. That's a number of different things. But when you change that mindset to this is happening for me instead of why is this happening to me? Um, that's that's a huge. Now, it's it's easy to say that, but. You've got to have the ability to say that this is happening for me because there are greater things um, that are going to come from this. Hence, you know, my situation, lost my best friend to suicide. Why, you know, and, and, and now I'm going to, you know, Rich Craft is his name. I mean, I'm going to make sure that he is remembered for all the great things he did. Mm. Um, but then I went through my, you know, my battle and now we've given back 37,000, over $37,000 back to the mental health community. Wow. And I've started a company um, and all of those things I would have never, I, I wouldn't be a part of had I succumb yeah. to depression. So all of those things, all those hurdles, whatever you want to call them, they all happen for, you know, unfortunately, even the negative circumstances, losing rich. I, I would hate to say that it happened for a reason, but I'm going to tell you that no matter why it happened, because I'll never have that answer, um, I'm going to use that as something, I'm going to draw the positive from that yeah. and use it as something to help others. Mm. Like kind of, like you mentioned, life happens for you, yeah, not against you. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So. This is kind of a, a spinoff question <clears throat> with, like, I'm a pretty positive dude. Right. You know, that's probably why we're sitting here right now. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, bad situations are going to happen all the time. Whenever I get, whenever something bad happens to me and I get sad and I get negative, part of me feels bad for myself because I know that I'm better than that. Right. Like, do you think it's ever okay, you know, if my friend passed away tomorrow, do you think it's okay to be like, I'm going to spend 24 hours just really sad about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Rather than forcing yourself to be positive. Yeah. Like, how do you kind of like, man, I mean, dude, how do you not feel bad when you're in that like, yeah. sad there's, state? There's, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with having an emotion of sadness. There's, yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's the exp extended period of time where when it starts to rule your life and you start to have that tunnel vision, you know, um, sadness is an, is an emotion, man. I mean, mm. I, I still get sad all the time. You know, I'm sad. I'm sad right now. I don't have my kids for Christmas. I'm not going to get to see my kids until Christmas afternoon. Mm. You know, that makes me sad. Um, you know, do I, do I go to bed every night super positive thinking that? No. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm also, I also know that I'm going to do everything in my power that when I do get them, it's going to be the most amazing, you know, day that I'll have. Um, so uh, sadness is something that occurs and people should take whatever time that is to get through that emotion. Um, but I think it's important that why they have that emotion to also almost internally check themselves that there's going to be a better 
you know, a better end result to that emotion. You yeah. Know, that as tough as it may see, you can't see the forest through the trees that there is light at the end of the tunnel, mm. you know, no matter what happens, you know, I mean, um, you know, I mean, things can ha- th- things do happen in an instant. Your life can be changed right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, you could be driving down the street. You could leave here and get in a horrible car accident. Who knows? Life yeah. can change in an instant. That's why you do need to be positive and relish every single moment we have here. Um, I mean, that's the, really the reality because life is so fragile and short. So we don't have time to be negative. Uh, but, so, true. so, you know, we don't have time to be negative. But being sad, man... Sadness is an emotion. Yeah. And I think, and it's okay to have that emotion because yeah. it's part of life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I'm just reiterating again on that, life happens for you. Like, I had a situation with myself where my tire popped. I was super pissed because obviously, who wants to pay like 150 bucks for a tire? Of course. Um, went to Toyota and they were like, oh, we're out of this tire. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, just obviously angry. That was the emotion I was feeling. Um, and then ultimately I had to go to Discount Tire. But when I went there, I met this guy, Lee Burgess, who I've had on two podcasts. Um, and we're great friends now. And I would have never met that guy if that first situation of me running over a nail never happened. There so, you go. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. it's amazing what happens. And that's why you just have to roll with things in life. And again, it's, it's, it's very easy to say. It's taken a lot for me to learn that lesson because I'm an ultra competitive dude too. So when things don't go my way, mm. I naturally... You know, I'm na- I'm naturally I'm not happy about it. So I, you know, and I'm 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 like if on a competitive scale I'm a ten. You know, so I, it's been tough for me to learn that I'm not going to win at everything. Yeah. Um. So, but but I have learned to roll with those things when things don't go your way because they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to unlock a better situation for you. So that nail that hit your tire, and now look what it unlocked. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Are you big into like positive affirmations at all? I meant to ask you that earlier off air, but yeah, no. I mean, um, I mean, you mean just like giving other people positive, like yourself, of you know, hey, I'm filled with energy. Today's gonna be a great day. Or do you think that's kind of cheesy? I mean, no. I I mean, I wake up every day. Every day I wake up, man, I try to be positive. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's just like the foundation, cornerstone of who I am. I mean. I'm not starting my day off negative. Right. That's that's it. That I'm not going to do that. Do you have a morning or like evening routine that they do that just kind of sets precedence for the day? Or I don't. I know it's tough with kids. Yeah. And no, stuff, I, so. I really don't. I mean, I've talked about it and considered. Hey, you know what? Let's go to bed and think about you know three or four great things. And I've said I was going to do that, but I'll be honest, man, I have never done that. Um, but one thing I don't do is go to bed angry or upset. Mm. I try to put that, I try to get, if I'm upset or angry at somebody, I try to put, I, I try to get that out before I go to bed. Yeah. I want to set, I want to settle that before I go to bed. I don't want, I don't like carrying that, that emotion into, into sleep. Yeah. So do you think if people are more straight up with people that some of this depression and mental health would be solved a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, I'm a straight up dude, man. That's the, that's right, the I know you, you know, right. that's, that's the way it is, man. You get what you see. I'm not perfect. Um, I have plenty of flaws. Um, nobody's perfect. Um, but, uh, you know, that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of arrogance out there. There is, you know, um, but you can see it. If people observe other people, they can see the arrogance and just say, I'm not going to even associate myself with that. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and then there's, I mean, there's a sarcasm. I'm a sarcastic guy. So people probably view that as arrogant, but I'm not arrogant. I'm just sarcastic. But um, I mean, I, I, that's, that's an interesting question. I think, um, 
you know, I just think that right now, um, you know, I just, I really, I go back to social media, man, because mm -hmm. it's just, there's just a lot of, I don't know, fakeness, if you want to call it that. I just think that there's just a lot of, you know, um, it's a highlight reel is what we see every day. That's yeah. all it is. And especially in the entrepreneurship space, like, you know, like we are, yeah. um, you know, you view some 18 year old kid that is in a Lamborghini and you're like, what right. the heck? But then little do you know, maybe if you do some more research, you realize that kid ran in the Lamborghini, he's right. still living with his parents and right. he's 50 grand in debt. Right. You know, so it's a yeah. big front and big highlight. Well, let's, let's talk about that. So let's look at BD Vibes. Again, straight mm. transparently. Would I love to have 50,000 followers on Instagram? Of course I would. Yeah, for sure. Could I go out and buy 50,000 followers right now and make it appear that I have 50,000 followers on Instagram? Mm -hmm. I could. Yeah. I can right now go online and purchase 50,000 followers so that you, the average consumer, can go on my Instagram and say, oh, this wow, BD Vibes has 50,000 followers. In fact, I've had, I've had people who have told me that's what I need to do. Mm. BD Vibes even going into that company, people told me that I need to be set up as a 5013C. And I didn't do it like that mm. because I want this, this company to become profitable. If you look at all these organizations out there, um, there are so many organizations that call themselves nonprofits. I mean, I can, there are tons. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to name them right now, but there are tons. And when you look into them and you see the salaries that the CEOs are making, they're like four and five million dollars, and they call themselves nonprofits. It's insane. It's 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 literally, it's it's built for tax purposes. They mm -hmm. call themselves nonprofits for tax purposes, and I understand that. Um, but I, I make very little in profit. We've given back over thirty-seven thousand dollars in three years. Um, but what's my goal? My goal is to one day have this profitable, and you know this take care of my kids. Right. I mean, that's the goal. So I'm not going to set it up as some you know, fake some, some other type of company to try to have a facade that I'm this, you know, this amazing company when I'm going to pay myself $200,000 a year. Yeah. And that's what, that's what people do. Right. I mean, I get it. I understand the tax purposes. I just, I just turned down a donation a month ago. Mm. I just turned down a significant donation a month ago um, because I was not set up like that. And I actually, I, I, I forwarded the, the donation to a local um, company who I know is set up as a 5013C who is actually does a lot of really positive things with the money. So I, I funneled that to where I, I know is a really good organization. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I mean, everything, that's what I mean. You can shoot, you can, you know, dating apps, whatever you want to call it, look at the company, you can falsify anything now. Yeah. You know? Instagram, everything, oh, yeah. you know, it's all, so what's really, that's what's so hard for people to understand and to see what's the truth and what's, and, 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 and what's not the truth. Yeah. It's very difficult. Do you think there's ever going to, like, when's the, when's it going to end? I don't, I don't see it ending. Yeah, I mean, either. I see no. it getting worse, yeah. honestly. I mean, you got to just surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. You know, it goes back to that again. Mm. So. Do you think there's a limit? Because, like, I think social media can be very bad, but also for business, it can be good to actually build up your company sell your product? Yeah. Like, do you think there's a limit people should spend per day, per week on it? Or like, how? No, I mean, I think social media is good and bad. I think social media can be really good. Yeah. You know? Um, but if you use it in the wrong way, just like anything. Yeah. Else, just like yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, I think social media is amazing. What, a, what an amazing tool. I mean, just keeping in touch with people, um, you know, keeping connected with people, business wise, entrepreneurial speaking. I mean, I don't have any brick and mortar. You yeah. know, I mean, 70% uh, of my sales come from, you know, from online. You know, yeah. it's amazing the correlation when you make, when you make a post 
post and 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 your sales. You know, it's it's a direct correlation. So, uh, social media is a great tool. Um, I try to go. You know, there's a lot of posts that are about they're making fun of people and mm. um, again the highlight reel. So I try to keep it even keeled. And um, but it's amazing though when you make a post and if it's a a beautiful female or if it's, you know, a handsome dude or whatever the case may be, how many more, how much more, you know, uh, traction that post is compared to a post that, you know, maybe doesn't have that same type of eye candy. If you like look at, uh, I've worked out here a couple of times, but look at the F45 gyms. Yeah, on how there they you go. Because they have attractive girls and That's guys it. as their trainers and put on social media. Yep. So, it is. yeah, I think. You're exactly right. Interesting business model. I mean, it's working for them. But yeah. Yep. I think I view social media like I'm a big craft beer guy. I love a nice IPA, which I'm being here in Charleston for Christmas. I'm pumped to check out some of the local breweries again. Yeah. But anyway, I think social media is like craft beer. You know, you can have one, two, maybe three, but if you have five or six, nine percent craft beers you're gonna wake up feeling horrible and negative because it's so strong i think that's how social media is is pictured as well yeah man i mean it's a great analogy i mean i don't spend all my time in fact i I need to spend more time posting um but uh you know there's definitely it's like anything in life man i mean moderation right yeah just moderation man everything just just do things in moderation um balance you for know, sure balance some people can afford to do more i can tell you if, if things are slipping in your life and you're spending a lot of time on social media mm. you're probably not in balance mm-hmm. you know you probably need to stay away from social media a little bit more and focus on the priorities because you know unless you're an entrepreneur that's solely using social media to grow your business then you probably don't need to be on it as much as you're on it yeah I agree. What um, I really want you to hone in on the four principles that we were talking about um, yeah. before we went through this. I know we have them both written down, but um, I know the four principles are great and you're really passionate about them. So Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, I've, I've had the fortunate opportunity to speak to um, age ranges from eight to 80. Um, wow. And the four key principles really don't change the, the delivery does. But for everybody out there listening, um, this really is the core of my message. And um, the principles start with number one mindset we touched on a little bit earlier. And it's the whole attitude of this is happening for me versus what, and I'm guilty of it too, everybody is, when things happen wrong, maybe you didn't get that job or maybe, um, you know, you wanted to move and things didn't work out or, uh, you know, the relationship didn't work out. The, the easy way to look at things is to say, why is this happening to me? Why does this happen to me? You know, I didn't get that job. I deserve that job or I've done all this with this relationship and then it didn't work out. Why is this happening to me? Um, I've learned throughout life's hurdles that there are greater things in front of you. So you need to have that mindset of this is happening for me. I Mm. promise if you do that, it will unlock greatness. I I really do. Um, Number two is to be kind to everyone. Um, And that's just that's just simple just because they drive a nice car or just because they are wearing a smile on their face does not mean that they are happy. So be kind to everybody, no matter what. Um, that's just a, you know, that's a given. Um, and then, uh, my third is to not be afraid to seek help or counseling. And I, I, I struggled through this and I, and I, and I talk about this a lot, especially with young men out there, uh, because I think that, 
there's a little bit of that macho-ness and that counselors don't work, but it, it's just like any other relationship. Um, I was 0 for 2 in counselors and I, and I fell in that trap saying it didn't work, it doesn't work, um, mm-hmm. but really it's just like any other relationship and you have to find a counselor who you trust and respect and then it actually does work. You will absolutely get benefit from it. And then the fourth and final principle is to not be afraid to show them the mirror. Um, and we've talked about that too. I mean, um, you know, especially high school kids, um, college kids, um, young entrepreneurs who've maybe recently moved away and their family is not close by. They're not, uh, the family's not going to see the day-to-day changes or observe a certain pattern behaviorally that may be going on. So it's up to those around us to really you know, call friends out for, for potential, um, signs of them going down that wrong path. And I mean, unfortunately, uh, you have to be willing to lose a a friendship, but in doing so you may save a life Mm. that, that is the bottom line. So you, you can't be afraid to have that stern conversation. Um, and you have to know going into it that, you know, you may lose that friendship, but, um, again, you may save that life and it's, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. I like, I love those four principles. I think, yeah, like you mentioned, they work for any age from eight to 80, you know, you're never too early or too late to implement these. Um, and I think one and two mindset and be kind are the, the more simpler ones to implement, but I think three and four, it gets a little bit more difficult because people are afraid to seek help and then people are afraid to tell their friend or family member, you know, what actually is happening. Absolutely. So definitely want to encourage everyone out there to definitely focus on one and two, of course, but also spend time on three and four, even if it seems more difficult. Yeah. So what, um, so what, what is like one word? And I always like to ask this question that you would describe just, you know, success and overcoming an adversity. Um, if you could just pinpoint one word out there, what do you think that would be and why? Um, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the word that I've kind of lived on for a a number of years. It's my internet password. Um, (laughs) it's, uh, perseverance, Mm. perseverance, man. Um, you know, I love the ocean. Um, life is very similar to that of the ocean. Uh, there, it's a series of waves, uh, you can't get too high when you're on the top of a wave and you can't get too low when you're on the bottom of a wave. You got to stay medium and know that things are going to happen unexpectedly that are you're not going to like. You're, they're, they're not going to align with what you think should be happening. Um, but you have to persevere through those times. And um, when you do and you persevere, and whether it's your career whether it's outlasting competitors in a, in a, in an entrepreneurial space. Um, Biggie Vibes is doing that right now. Yeah. You know, I'm going to outlast. I'm going to, I'm going to persevere through times, um, where I could just close up shop. It'd be easier for me to close up shop. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to persevere through difficult times. Um, young entrepreneurs, you're going to get hit by that. You're going to get, get hit by that with career goals and, and mm. getting promotions. Um, you've got to persevere through that. And, You'll you use those stories and those thoughts and feelings to overcome the next time when that next hurdle is up, and uh, I mean it's just all it's perseverance, man. Yeah, I 100%. love it. I love that, and I think too with perseverance, it's the competition's hardest at the bottom. Yeah, but persevering, you're going level two, level three, then you get to like level nine and ten, and then the competition's much slimmer because everyone else has already quit. Right. Yeah. yeah. So definitely yeah. key keyword right there, perseverance. Yeah. You know, one thing I just on a, on a side note, yeah, you know, as I think about this, 
um, from a business standpoint, um, one of the things that I, I learned early on is um, there's competition out there, right? Mm. Um, I'm a competitive dude. So my first, my first inclination as to how I handled the competition was to like battle them. Right and like beat them like three hundred Spartan level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I learned, what's actually way more effective, is to be friendly with the competition mm. and uh, and and actually try to join forces and create a more of a movement and create uh, a larger wave for the greater good of both organizations or multiple organizations versus battling. Mm. Um, I mean, Nectar sunglasses has been, have been, they've been great. You know, they, yeah. they're, they're the first ones um, we met at a uh, party under the bridge or whatever it was called. I used to um, sponsor all those things. And uh, they were like, they welcomed me with open arms, mm. you know, and, and, and um, they didn't see me as a threat, even though they have hats and merch and stuff like that that we compete with. Um, they liked the, the vibe and they liked the whole business idea. So I think that's, that's that's crucial too, man. As as from a business standpoint. Yeah. So and side think, note. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think everyone should work together again for the greater good. Like yeah. you know, promote their vision and not just try to get so scrappy all the time. And mm -hmm. you know, again, that's goes back to what you said, number two, be kind. Yeah, absolutely. That's the principles that's right the there. Truth. Yep. <laughs> so what uh what is next for you know BD vibes right now? Um we um we, uh, we, we just launched uh, six new products. Um, it's, our, it's, our winter, it's our winter gear. Um, so they're beanies and um, some kind of more winter type snapbacks. Um, so that's what we're doing right now. Uh, and uh, we're going to launch some, some jerseys, some reversible jerseys. So, I mean, we're still trying to just come out with, uh, you know, merch. Um, I'm kind of a, I got a unique style, I think. So, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't go with the, kind of all the trends, um, but they're, they're hot items. Um, so we just try to, we try to bring flavor to it. A lot of it's, a, you know, loud, a little, a little loud, I would say, um, got some spice to it, but, um, you know, what we're doing a lot of right now too is, uh, is partnering with, um, organizations, um, you mentioned breweries, so King's Calling Brewery, mm. um, we're, we're doing all their gear, um, Deco Nightclub in Charleston, we're doing theirs, so, you know, we're partnering with um, baseball teams and um, just spreading BD vibes as much as we can. Actually, I was in the airport, I was in, where was I? I was in uh, Florida somewhere, I was in Orlando, Florida. And I saw a BD Vibes hat when I was sitting no at my gate. Way. Yeah, so it was it was great. You know, I I took a picture. I was like, I hope this guy doesn't see me <laughs> taking a picture of this hat. But I saw him from afar. It was a BD Vibes hat. Wow. You know, so how cool is how'd that? How that feel? To you see know, it was that? great. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I mean, I get texts from people. Um, Paulie's Island last weekend. One of my buddies was up there, and he was at this random bar, and uh, he took a picture of the car in front of it had a BD Vibes sticker on it. Wow. You know? So it's just cool, man. I mean. You know, we're trying to always bring out some new things. I mean, we've got some business ideas that um, we may look into spring and summer, but right now we just ripped some awesome beanies and some hats. Yeah. Thank you for this beanie, by the way. I'm yeah, man. Winter absolutely. season, I'm going to have, have to be wearing this for sure. Yeah, man. Today, tonight, it's going to be cold. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, where where can people connect with you? You know, if they want to get some hats, want to just, you know, shoot you a message, tell you they like the episode, or just had some questions, yeah. where can people connect? BD Vibes. It's uh, B as in boy, D as in dog, V as in Victor, I as in igloo, B as in boy, E as in elephant, Z as in zebra. 
Um, and uh, it's Instagram, Facebook, yeah. uh, bdvibes.com. And um, yeah, it's, I answer all the emails. My email address is Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N at bdvibes.com. Uh, but yeah, I mean, connect with us, follow us, share us just like you're all's business. And, you know, I'm happy to follow you all back and um, grow this thing together. Uh, I love what you're doing. So, you know, I need to listen in and, 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 and hear more. But, um, you know, we're all moving at a rapid pace. But if we can all join forces, man, it's, it'll, it'll, it'll just be a, a giant snowball effect. For sure, for sure. A giant, great snowball. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sure. And everyone out there, if you guys use code podcast uh, until March, you'll get 20% off your order. Um, yep. So make sure to check it out. I'll put the link to the uh, to the website in the show notes. Um, but again, 20% off uh, until March. So be sure to check out the BD Vibes website. Um, get yourself some good gear, either finishing off winter or going into spring season yeah. uh, with some new swag under your belt. So Absolutely. Uh, well, Brian, man, thank you so much for, for taking the time thank to you. spend with me. Thanks for inviting me into your home. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's <laughs> uh, a good place to do an episode. Not my normal studio, but this couch is a lot comfortable right? than a metal chair. So. There you go. No, I'm, I love what you're doing. Uh, congratulations on all the success. There's no doubt with your positivity and what you've got going on, man, the sky's the limit. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do next. Mm, man, I appreciate that so much. And, and everyone out there and the listeners, um, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. Um, as Brian mentioned, he uh, gave you the information to connect with him. I'll put some links in the show notes. Just to summarize this episode briefly, you know, the four principles really stuck out to me. Mindset, be kind, don't be afraid to seek help when needed, and don't be afraid to really show people the mirror and, and reach out to them if they need help. Um, you know, depression, unfortunately, is a huge topic in today's society. But again, I just can't hone in enough to, to don't be afraid to seek the help out there and um, just try the best to stay in that positive mindset because, you know, if we can empower this together, we can really start impacting some lives out there. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. And I hope you all have a great rest of the week.